You're listening to the Saturday Night Gaming Podcast, Convergence, run by our head GM, Scott Hibbard. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Sarah Night Gaming as we present the first session of Convergence. Woo! Yay! I'm like, flag, you can't see. But. She's like, yay, these yay. people are on my yay. ship. Yay. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. Uh, question How big is this ship? Yes, this ship is probably about the size of, what do you call it? Don't uh, call it a Titanic. No, 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 no. no. Um, I guess like a warship? Oh. Um, that, uh, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know. You, well, actually, like a destroyer? it does. Um, like a destroyer warship? No, like a sailing warship. Like a carrier? Uh, like a, you know, like with... Uh, aircraft carrier? Like with cannons like and the stuff? The Interceptor from Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, okay. I think the is Interceptor that, I don't know how big that is. somewhat that... smaller ship. Because the <laughs> how big faster. is that? It's not as big as a destroyer, yeah. but it's a big ship. That's Just, big enough for us what, all to what are the dimensions? It's cannons. I only will accept terms of like Star though. Trek. Like, how big is yeah. it compared to Enterprise D? <laughs> Uh, it is a third of the quarter deck. That's oh, a Google bad. search for later. <laughs> but no, that's essentially kind of like the size of the ship. But what's interesting about this is that since it is an actual living creature that grows as it's fed, it, the ship is actually increasing in size and increasing the number Are of... Are we as the crew actually just being digested? <laughs> Guess we'll find out. Oh, uh, no. So, actually, what's interesting about your ship is that it actually feeds on arcane energy. So, these crystals that normally would allow ships to fly, it actually feeds on these crystals. Crunchy. So, it doesn't actually have a cradle and a shard that powers it to fly. It actually consumes the shard itself and then processes it and uses it for the energy that allows it to travel. So, does it, like absorb the crystal like via osmosis through its skin or something or does it have like a mouth somewhere that just opens up and you toss them in well what's interesting like a hippo pretty much you can drop that crystal anywhere you want to on the ship and then all of a sudden it'll just go Bloop. do we have like a laundry chute that you like open a hatch and just toss it down there <laughs> is there a furnace So, the ship itself does not have, like, a mouth, per se, or even eyes or anything like that. But you can feel its presence because it has, like, this mental presence as you're aboard a ship. So, you feel like there's somebody there always with you in your mind. I think there are several dissociative members of this crew that aren't going to know the difference. Yeah, Dawn would not notice. <laughs> she would not. No. <laughs> Um, and yes, you can communicate with the ship through like a telepathic link, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, and it will let you know when it's dissatisfied with you. 
by eating you. Does the Kingfisher communicate in words, really, or just sort of impressions in your mind? It's um, impressions, yes. Yeah. It doesn't actually speak to you, so to, so to say. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's more like um, <coughs> you can feel its emotions. Where, like, you offer it a suggestion and it's like, no, what? Eh. But it's not actually saying these words, but you like feel this like revulsion in your mind. Right. Oh well, but it's not like the that. Hinar from Mass Effect. Do what? It's not like the Hinar from Mass Effect. No. <laughs> no. So that's that's kind of the idea of how the ship is and such. I'll give you guys an idea of this organic ship that you're riding on. It does have feelings, mm -hmm. but it's not digesting us. No, no, not okay. you. Just checking. It honestly, it, it wouldn't digest you unless you were like a construct full of magical energy. Oh, like, like a metallic being full of magical energy. Yeah, kind of like that. Have you ever seen? <laughs> have you ever seen Titan AD? I think we I have suggested yeah. that. That's, it looks we have what it is. It's it. the dredge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a being of pure energy. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So that's what it, that's what it basically store it, it takes these shards and it consumes it and then transforms basically converts it into energy it uses to travel and also jump between the realms. Now, obviously, doing the jump between the realms requires quite a bit of energy, so it requires quite a bit of these shards. And these shards are also not the most common objects that you will find in the multiverse. Currently, they're only found in one place, and as Primordius. So basically, if you want passage on the ship and you have no useful skills, you have to provide a crystal or get out. Like you're paying your passage. I mean, you, this is gas money. Like, you must offer tribute. Gas <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> and with the war that's happening in Primordius right now, yeah. these prices have skyrocketed. <laughs> Inflation has hit yeah. the shard market. God. Just as long as we're enunciating all of it, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So anyways, thank you again for listening <laughs> as we begin this next stage of uh, Heavenscape with his new campaign, uh, Legacy Campaign. If you listened to our previous episode, you've already got the introduction of all the characters that you'll be experiencing, and then there will be even more. There'll be cameos and Maybe new characters that will join later on. So be sure to tune in to uh, each episode each week and find out. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. We'll start over here uh, with the captain. I'm assuming you're starting as the captain? Yeah, I'm starting as the captain. Yeah. I'm running Arya as an NPC like in the first session, I don't think we'd do that. No. <laughs> that, that may not be a good idea. No. <laughs> No, um, yes, I am, my name is Laura, I am playing Ari, she's the captain, um, she is a sangui, she has mocha brown skin and kind of reddish, amber red eyes, um, blood amber. Yes, and um, she has just returned from a very long voyage back to Primordius, because yes. she was summoned. Yes. Something I don't think I mentioned in the previous introduction was that the did we actually discuss the fact that the Sangui are bound to the blood god or yes. did, did that not and come she up? is still bound she's she still bound. yeah she kind of left but you know the blood bonds are a bit stronger than 
whether or not you come to the family reunion. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know. Blood is thicker than water. Blood is thicker than water, I <laughs> guess. Um, but no, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's Ari. Yep. And she struggles with that bond as well because yes, she, she still does. feels, in the back of her mind, she still feels that calling mm -hmm. uh, that, from that bond with the blood god. Mm -hmm. Which is also interesting in that Azuri, her cousin, was, I don't know, it's not specified what his beliefs are at the moment, but previously he was of the sect that believed that the blood god was a benevolent god who wanted peace and prosperity and he's conflicted at the moment because he's... he had that for his kind of bringing up and this is what he's been led to believe as a priest but then he met Olve who taught him a different way yeah Olve was the peaceful guy and his in the meantime his own family is uh bloodthirsty no pun intended so mm -hmm. oh yeah next uh, gonna be playing uh, Asami, um, Casey. Mm, that's the fox, right? Yes, yeah, foxy lady. lady. She's the kid to me. Foxy, foxy. Uh, foxy my name's Chuck, and I'll be playing a very subdued, dark metal, which means he's probably already being eaten by the ship. <laughs> no. Him and the ship are having negotiations. <laughs> yeah. Just don't make the ship starve too much, otherwise. Uh... <laughs> I'll try not to um, let the beast speak too much. I'm sorry. First session, digestion. <laughs> First session's a rescue mission. Digestion, <laughs> mental or physical? Hmm. Um. <clears throat> I'm Quinn, and I'm going to be playing the not quite, I guess, young by Elvish standards, old by human standards, uh, Artificer Faust, who is, I guess, in his quarters tinkering away with his devices. He's probably been having quite a few conversations with Oshutari. Oh, yes. Who is the, you know, progenitor of the Magitech. The father of Magitech, yeah. Yep. Oh, Shatari. Oh, shit, Ari. <laughs> That's our one. In <laughs> <And> the introduction. <laughs> yes. I'm Ronnie. I'll be playing Grabnar the Grim. <laughs> Yay! It is going to be bloody interesting, it is. <laughs> I'm Jessica. Uh, I'm going to be playing Jin. I think she's probably just been arguing with herself a lot. Trying to... Why would you be arguing with yourself? Kill mushies. Squish them. You don't hear that. <laughs> uh, my name's Tony. I will be playing... I'm going to feel... I'm feeling Sir. Sir Tomas Mako. No. No, he's just a dude. He's not Sir. Never been to England. <laughs> he's not an English shark but he's big he's uh, about six I I lost my documentation right now but he's like six seven yeah 
a couple hundred pounds, gray skin, black eyes, sharp teeth. Anthropomorphic shark. Oh, he talks like this, like he can't close his lips a little bit. So I was like, always smiling. Always smiling. But he's always smiling at people thinking he's being super suave. She likes my nice hair. Where's my hair? Hand. Hand. <laughs> Birds. Next. Uh, my name's John. Um, I'm playing. Thank you. Uh, four Dora two. Four Dora two. Yeah. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Uh, it's probably like a robot or something. We're gonna find out his actual name is like Forbinacci. Forbinacci there, two. There's a sequence of him. Yeah, the Forbinacci sequence. Is it why he would? Uh, what was two. his name? For two. No, no, no. The other name y'all were just talking about. Fedora two. For Dorchi, whatever. What was yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Fedorchi. So maybe the reason why he mm-hmm. is wearing a fedora, maybe he's a bit feeling Italian. He could feel Italian. <laughs> I think if he ever associate the fedora with Italy, he would want to like identify himself as an Italian. Not okay. knowing what that meant. And then assimilate a few Italians. Yeah, and then he would know what it meant. <laughs> and then he would start saying ciao. Ciao, bro. <laughs> Alrighty, I am Christy. I am playing the character, the one and only character, Red. Who's <laughs> uh, having blackout spells? Who's hmm? having blackout spells, apparently? Yeah. Just keep blocking out, wake up in random places. Yep. <laughs> we go to random places all the time here. All you have to do is fall asleep and you'll wake up in a random place. You don't even have to black out. That is true. Fewer confessions that way, I think. <laughs> all right. So, let's get this started. <laughs> We begin with a kingfisher that has just entered Primordius realm as you essentially kind of blip into existence. When you guys travel through the multiverse, the ship it's very quick. It's like you basically blink out and then blink in somewhere else. Does it make a sound? I feel like every time that happens, I sneeze. Doesn't make a sound. But for those who are new to it, it makes them very uneasy. Their stomach might start, you know, getting a little nauseated. TMI. Don't need to know. I just sneezed again. Just remember that, you know, there's a protective, you know, field around the ship. So if you try to go heave overboard, it just kind of doesn't go out of the ship. (laughs) Somebody's going to have to swab that up later. Swab the dick. I think we had a guy for that. You you did, but he got sold into slavery. That's that wasn't me, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sell him, he just got... Well, okay, no, he did it himself. Yeah, yeah, he, he teleported himself onto the other ship. 
that was full of like slavers. Slavers, basically. He got captured yeah. because he put himself on their ship. Well, that's not being sold. He was trying to be sneaky, but he that's was like not an exchange sneaky. of money. He usually is being sold. <laughs> he sold himself <laughs> with no money. That's also when we happened to blow up our own ship on accident. Not really on accident. That's true. They blew us up, sort of. He um, so he did survive the explosion. Yeah. But who knows what happened to him? Except for he probably got sold, you know, moved into slavery from these slavers. So yeah, you used to have a guy that swallowed the deck. That's okay. Maybe this ship is self-cleaning. Maybe. Alright, so you guys basically <laughs> blink into existence once again. It's always a weird feeling. And as you're here, you uh, are heading... I'm not sure I understand. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> Your ship does not understand not why sure you're here. Where you are going. Where is your navigator at? Where is the navigator? <laughs> <laughs> so, Azuri tells you, Captain. Oh, he says, we have arrived in Primordius. Do you... You have a destination for us, Captain. You always have many destinations. What's the latest job? (laughs) (laughs) He is. Well, I believe we were summoned here. Yeah. Alright. We were summoned by Lord Dragon. (coughs) But did he give you a location? Did he give me a location? He just said to go back to the realm. He just said to go back, yeah. Says, well, I, I assume we will continue onward into the nearest world, unless we hear back otherwise. Yeah, we do need job. more supplies. <laughs> go to the next job until we are summoned. I mean, no reason we should sit here floating in the nowhere. He says, I, I have checked our inventory, and we are running low on the shards for mm. the ship. We do not have enough to complete another jump at the moment. Not even like a hop? <laughs> not even a hop. We have enough to keep the Kingfisher satiated for the moment. Alright. Other than that, the food stores are in good supply. Well, that's good. I guess we know what the next job then is. If we need to, you know, stay afloat, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then you see a tiny little beast fly around the top of the deck in the shape of a dragon. Ah, a red dragon at that. A red dragon. As he just flies to the crow's nest and then back down, and he's just flying above deck, and then he lands on your shoulder. Ah, that's so exciting! Out of character, that's so exciting. Um, Ari would probably play it cool, but like in character, out of character, I'm <laughs> super excited. <laughs> you have a wormling dragon, so he's not quite the all-powerful adult dragon that you faced 
but he imprinted on me, and therefore he is mine. Yes, as he makes the uh, little dragon noises and breathes a little fireball, akin to lighting a match. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> and very on theme because red is Ari's favorite color. Mm-hmm. Oh. And while that is happening, uh, suddenly you see in front of you the uh, Lord Dragomir. But it's not actually him. It's uh, it's a projected image. And it just appears on the ship right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And he, he, as he appears, he sees you. He says, Sky Captain Ari. Yeah, that's me. I see you have returned to Primordius at my request. I appreciate your haste. We have very important matters to discuss. Seems so. As he starts walking, he basically walks through you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm following you then. As he walks towards your uh, cabin. Mm-hmm. Well, allow me to show you into the room that you've already walked through the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he just phases through the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll never get used to this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, meanwhile, as Azuri sees you go to your meeting, uh, he assumes the control of the deck for the moment. So I give him a nod. He starts giving orders to the crew, you know, and telling them to prep to be ready for a new destination as soon as the captain returns. <coughs> so, meanwhile, everybody else on the ship here. You have a tinker over there, right? Mm-hmm. Tinkering around with your prototype, trying not to explode your face again. <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> yes. Grabnar, are you playing with your axe? <laughs> Pretty much. Causing explosions? <laughs> see the little tiny mushroom clouds? Very tiny. It's like you see, like... There might have been like an ant or two around his feet. No more. He's turned into dust. Sounds like Grabnar's got an itch here. Been on this ship too long. <laughs> Just don't nuke the ship, please. Well, that's up to the dice, so let's see. I'm in the corner trying to find a plug because well, mostly <laughs> losing his religion. You're just like. Mm-hmm. Trying to plug into like wooden planks along the right. along the deck, being like, <coughs> I think "This ship can make things." Ship, plug, <laughs> wall socket, <laughs> USB <peeing>. port. <laughs> <laughs> unplug it and plug yeah. it back in. Just, just as it comes into focus, it's the wrong kind of plug. Uh, Come, on. I needed a lightning cable, not a USB. <laughs> Gee. Give me a converter. <laughs> Not that kind of converter. Right. <laughs> uh, I was actually, you know, this may be a good place for you, Grabnar. Because if anything can soak up all the energy that you output on accident, 
Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> lunch. <laughs> God. I think this ship's gonna like me. Apparently, Grabnar's delicious. Feed me, Grabnar. Feed me. <laughs> He's the onboard chef. He just doesn't feed the people. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Kitsune. Oh, she's in fox form right now, just trying to find somewhere warm. She's like, she likes it warm. She mm. likes to make a den. I got you. Makes sense. Red? She's like w- trying to wipe the sleep from her eyes. Like, where am I? <laughs> what what realm are we in now? <laughs> Do we change realms again? This happens every time I close my eyes. I'm not in Kansas anymore. Every time I close my eyes. <coughs> Fortune? How or did excuse I? me, Fedora 2. Fedora 2. How did Fedora I get here? Two. How do what now? How did I get here? I imagine. I have to make that up? <laughs> I, I okay. imagine through a... Well, they can travel to Russia. I will search my memory banks. Um, Imagine you would teleport or use a portal of some kind. Yeah, yes. I was trying to (laughs) get to the Galactus 2, which is a bunch of four twos. You took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. I took a wrong turn. I don't know who any of you people are. But I tip my hat at you. Can I roll for charisma? I mean... You can roll. <laughs> what uh, is that going to do? Who are you rolling who for? Rolling again? Everyone who's in view of me. Well, I don't think any, or you probably appeared on the front of the deck there, on top of the deck. Okay. Is anyone is anyone here? Missouri's there. I'm right. in my meeting. Who okay. sees you pop up? You right. roll, the he's first an NPC. Mate. You can roll yeah. against the NPC. I'm going to roll sure. against the NPC. Fantastic. I'm going to tip my hat. Where is my hat tipping dice? Uh, <laughs> are they right there in the folder? Uh, in the folder. Uh, my dice pan. Blue ones right there. Okay. Are they not? I got. I have rolled a mere. Okay, it just turned. I'm gonna think it was a five. So that would be five plus the tip of the hat. I don't think I'm gonna get this. What's your social skill that you're using? Uh, let's see. Social skills. What skills Uh, do you have? I got uh, pistol skills, persuasion, per, yeah, is that persuasion? Persuasion, there you yeah. go. That's the skill you'd use. Okay. What's the bonus on it? Just one. Oh, so five plus one is six. That's not bad. Uh, let's see, I have a exploit, uh, tip of the hat plus one. Well, yeah, the, the tip of the hat one gives you a plus two bonus, so that actually makes it eight. Okay. Um, but it's still not enough. So, <laughs> so is confused. Azuri <laughs> sees you basically shift and appear onto the ship, and he is utterly confused at how you're able to do that and Trace why you're tipping your hat at him. Cause I that's polite. Tip. As he looks at you and he says, "Who are you?" I say I am Fordora too. 
and I tip my hat at you. What is a fedora to? That is I. Are all your questions answered now? <laughs> are we friends? I tip my hat again. <laughs> says, you are a very strange creature. You remind me, though, as he looks at you and looks at your build. Hmm. says, you look very similar to someone I do know. Cool. So we are friends then? No. <laughs> you can stay right there till the captain gets back. The captain I, will want to speak to you. I tip my hat at you. <laughs> and I'm smiling, but you can't see my smile because I have a mirrored face. I'm smiling, but you have no mouth. <laughs> I'm smiling on the inside. You see the lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, what about you two over there? Jen, Jen, what are you doing? Arguing with myself. Do I see him? Oh, oh you're in the top deck? Arguing with yourself? Do I see him? He's on the top deck. Fedora 2. Because I would recognize 4-2. Just decide if you're on the top deck or not. Sure. That's why you have to... Oh my god, it's God! <laughs> He's alive! God is not dead! Go over there and talk to him. He would like you. <laughs> No one else can hear me. Go talk to God. Oh, she! What, <laughs> what? What do you want me to do? You're grabbing at air. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. Hey. Jim needs to go pilot. over and talk to God, I guess. I, one gold? I address the four two. Okay, one gold. I. Don't want to call him God. Hi. Hello. I tip my hat. Are you God? <laughs> um. It's a complicated question, young lady. It is. Yes. Don't you know if you're God? Or <coughs> it's a matter of opinion, and it's subjective and relative. So I could say yes, I could say no, but I would have no real answer. You have to decide for yourself. Realistically, he called you young. No one has called you that in a very long time. Shut up, Heinrich. Not since Tenebrist exploded. You don't even have a microphone. Be quiet. Tenebrist. Um, it's okay. I'm just inside your brain. Okay. Do you... Well, he, he wouldn't know you, right? Like, I, I would, this particular 4-2 unit. He might. He would have been a part of a collective together. But I thought he was separated from the collective. I don't think for how long? Uh, What's the timeline? He might even know you. When did the separation happen? Do I know you? Do you know me? Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> how you been? I tip my hat. Oh, it's a long story. That crazy robot is in my head now. Oh, which one? He's in my head too. Which one is in your head? All of them. And they're all crazy. Well, that sounds horrible. Oh, wait. You're talking about Heinrich. It's like knowing a celebrity. He says it's like knowing a celebrity. Well, I would see how he would see that way. Tell him hi for me. Hi, Heinrich. <laughs> ja, hello. There is a crazy lady named Ada. She says she wants to meet you. 
you're going to be mama and daddy. What? <laughs> robot mama and daddy. Ada and... She Ophelia. says a robot mommy and daddy are coming. That doesn't make any sense. But he's daddy. Call him daddy. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, they'll tell him I do. I'm not going to call him daddy. Tell, call him poppy. No. Oh, puppy. Yeah, puppy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I guess I'll hang out with this 4 2 unit for a while. Yay. You hear him say that. And he does this. And then I open up a little chest. It's like, we can have ice oh, cream. I want ice cream. Yeah. I have soft serve ice cream machine inside my chest. That's on dairy, my sheet. I want just the so dairy you know. free kind of. It's part that's, of his equipment. It's part of my equipment. <laughs> It's 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 a relic of like the original Fedora too. He discovered because he wants to get close to people <coughs> that they like soft serve ice cream. Wasn't it on Palos? Did he also have a white van? So it's Veloci and ice cream. Oh, no. <laughs> It was a white van. He lived in it down by the river. Down <laughs> <laughs> by the river. <laughs> free ice cream. Oh. Free ice cream. Oh. All right, Come and on, what kids. is Get our uh, Thomas? Yeah. Or is it Tomas? Uh, <coughs> I think you call it Tomas. That's that's how I pronounce it. My mom always said, Tomas, come over here. So I figured that's... Uh, nope. What voice is this? Hold on a second. Yeah. Anyway, um... I'm looking at my big, pretty new weapon. Uh, it's, it's like a big club, but it's got like these uh, blades coming out of it look like shark teeth. Two big ones. They're black serrated. I'm showing it to this guy over here. It's got a he's got a big axe too. I'm like, hey, nice axe, man. Uh, thank you. Say that again. I didn't quite understand you. Maybe because my ears are clogged or something. Seawater. I say thank you. Uh, you're welcome. No, thank you. Uh, say, have you seen a bathroom around here? I need to fix my hair. Um, my hair. <laughs> he, he's utterly confused by the comments. <laughs> like all aspects of this question. Of course, confuse me. this is this is what you're looking at. <laughs> About six, six, seven, 275 to 300 pounds, raw muscle, gray skin, fit on his head, black eyes, sharp teeth. Just wearing britches. Well, he's a monarch. looks perfect. <clears throat> I'm but not quite have... sure what the bathroom is. I just kind of... Just go wherever you know. <laughs> There's deck swappers for that. <laughs> Somebody clean up after this animal. It's called a poop deck for a reason. <laughs> Let's just hope I don't roll radiation. Somebody's like <laughs> running across the ship trying to get to the next explosive right like, now. With him right now, like grenades going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you 
you seem like the other biggest guy on the ship. Everybody else around here seems pretty crazy talking to themselves. There's that weirdo sitting in the corner talking about losing his religion. That's near the corner. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I was just telling him that. <laughs> Don't talk to him. He's weird. What are you talking about? Him over there? Yeah, him over there. I tried talking metal, right? to him. He started telling me about all sorts of stuff. It's weird. What is he talking about, Othar again? Well, I was like, hey, have you seen a mirror? I need to fix my hair. And he was like, mirrors. Mirrors are like our souls. I've got <laughs> demons in my souls. And I was like, what? And he was like, ride the lightning, bub. And I was like, what? What? Yep. There's something about taking his socks out. Rock out with his socks out or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, I guess. But... So at this point, yeah. you're done with your meeting. Mm. Oh, he's a turn. And as soon as you, uh, you know, come out of the cabin there, the Zuri, he sees you and then he gets everyone's attention and says, Captain on deck. I sit down, crisscross applesauce. Wow. Slap my legs and wait for people to talk. my quarters? Okay. Yes. Okay. I put all my stuff away. Make sure it's functioning, and then out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there anywhere to plug in on this ship? Plug, really need plug, to plug in. in. <laughs> what is this plug you speak of? Sigh. Is there a hole somewhere on my ship? Lay sigh. I mean, Gravenar can make some holes. Oh, no. <laughs> Long kind of hole. Yes, Captain. So, Missouri says, awaiting orders, Captain. Well, we're out of crystals. We need more crystals. Let's go get crystals. Well, I say this to him. I don't say that as my big speech <laughs> to the crew. But I just sort of... <laughs> well, we're screwed, guys. We're screwed, guys. Let's go. No. But that's the gist of the uh, brief mutter that I say to my first mate as I'm about to go up to the, the crew. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I would just say, essentially, uh, we need to refuel before our next quest. So we need to make for... What do you call these places? It's not like a gas station. <laughs> like... Is there like a Market? term? Is there a term specifically for the crystals, though? Shards. Well, they're yeah. So they are Oshitari shards. Oshitari. That's not what they are. It's the petrol station. Oh, one second. I'll tell you what they are. Shard, like instead of shell. Yeah. The shell station. The shard station. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. Ethereus shards is what they're called. Okay. That's what they're, it's Ethereum, which typically are found as shards. And a shard about the size of a short sword is enough to actually power a single ship for flight. Okay. Now, the larger ships obviously <laughs> probably need more power, you know. Um, 
and of course the realm jumping you need about a dozen of those shards to jump between the realms mm. it requires quite a bit of power for the creature to transport everybody do we have a means of harvesting crystals ourselves or do we strictly have to go through a market you do not you have to go through a market okay. but that's where Zuri comes in though mm. he tells you he says well captain I heard rumors that there is a market that's on Ginium. We could go and visit there. They're peaceful. They're part of the Alliance. They're also very knowledgeable. We could barter with them. It'd be much easier than trying to raid the desert world. I mean, we didn't have the best time the last time we were there. So, uh, we haven't been back since. <sighs> Bad memories. Um, As you all look at his shell sitting oh, on the top of the deck. We all bow our heads <laughs> for a moment of silence. His shell is like sitting there like <laughs> hanging on the mast, you know. So everybody just kind of like he walks by. You guys can see it for yes. everyone. Anytime a necromancer comes up on the ship, like the first question is, can you fix him? Like, Wait, no. so when you're walking by, does it smell like barbecue turtle? Well, this is a new ship. Yes. So there's less of the barbecue smell. But the, tur the turtle shell, does it, does it smell like barbecue it smells turtle? smells like the sea. Yeah. Like I get kind of hungry every time I walk by it. Turtle soup. Turtle soup. Oh, gosh. Stop licking my cook. teeth. He was also the cook. <laughs> he was the cook. He was the cook as well. But he actually cooked and fed the... Fed he cooked for the people. He fed the crew, as opposed to feeding the ship. Um. <laughs> that is true. But, he says, the market prices would be high. But, it would give us less trouble, I believe. Okay. Do we have... Anything that we could barter with that we think could bring those prices down. What would they think would be particularly valuable that we could trade for these crystals? Hmm. Would it be easier to retrieve something that they want to give to them as opposed to paying all of our money? <laughs> says, well, that, uh, that may be possible, but I would assume that would be specific to the individual. Hmm. That's something we could offer them in exchange. We do something for them, they do something for us, maybe. Sounds, sounds like an interesting prospect. Well, I think we need to head that way regardless, because we're not getting far at this rate. <laughs> As he says, aye aye, Captain. <clears throat> then he starts basically giving the orders to everyone you know, aboard the ship and telling them to get ready for transport. And... Obviously, you can, um, actually, he does that. He'll actually, like, communicate with the ship. You know, he goes over to the deck. You see him just kind of put his hand on, bend down, put his hand on the deck, you know. And then you hear, like, this loud groan coming from the ship itself. I just picture it being like a whale. In my head, it's like a whale. 
with masts. Oh. It makes the whale sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can speak whale. <laughs> oh, yes. Tianjinus, you go, which is a world covered primarily by water. It's about 90% water, 10% actual land. There are plenty of underwater civilizations here, along with a few above world uh, or above water uh, civilizations. One of which is the uh, capital. Which you have had dealings with in the past, and it'll be your best bet as far as finding a reputable seller for these shards. So, you guys set your sights on Ingenious. Is there anyone there that I would be familiar with? Like, because I'm assuming, having flown the ship around for quite a while, that I would have had to restock on crystals several times. So, mm-hmm. and especially in the line of work that I do, having to jump around a lot, that, you know, we would have to do that regularly. But also, like, I've been working with the, uh, the broker of secrets. Yep. So, like... Uh-huh. Being broker. not part yep. of necessarily an organization, the but shadow broker. Yeah, but of yeah, being in co- being connected with that someone who has a lot of information. Actually, you do, you know, actually one of your last, uh, well, not last. <laughs> uh, previously, when you were upon your like probably your first couple of visits in Primordius, yeah. you guys did touch base with that guild of thieves. Mm-hmm. How like second, third. And thanks to actually Gareth and Sharla who helped me to contact for that. So, they are a pretty good contact, and they are probably who you would reach out to because they have dealings with the black market as well. They have contacts and such. So, if anybody could find you these shards at a decent price, or at least for a decent job, they could. And thanks to Gareth and Sharla showing you how to uh, decipher the symbols, you can essentially follow the clues that are laid out in the open to follow to the actual base of operations. Cool. Let's do that. And of course it's in the largest city on the world which happens to be above surface. Which is good. It means you guys don't have to worry about breathing on the water. Hooray! Are there any 4-2 stations in okay. the city? <laughs> Are there any what? Any 4-2 stations in this, in this room? Nope. Uncharted territory. It is. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Convergence. If you did, be sure to head on over to our website at www.saturdaynightgamingllc.com and check out some of our other cool games. Also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. I hope you have a fantastic week, and until next time, this is Laura Hibbard with Saturday Night Gaming signing off.